Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. The conference final matchups are set, but there's still one thing very much up in the air. Ping pong balls. Lots of them. Fates of franchise futures on the line based on the luck of the draw. And that means that the number one pick belongs to Tatum, Luca, Death, Bam. All lottery picks, all reasons why those teams are now vying for a championship. And if your team isn't dancing, you can still enjoy the ball. And good luck, everyone. The 2022 NBA lottery just hours away, live from Chicago. NBA Today, Windy City style, home to the Bulls, deep dish pizza, which isn't my favorite, but let's move on. The aforementioned 2022 NBA Draft Lottery. And tonight, in this building, the future of the NBA will be determined by the bounce of a few ping pong balls. We are here with you for the next 60 minutes, and we'll have the latest on the top picks. Plus, a comprehensive breakdown of tonight's Eastern Conference Finals Game 1 between the Celtics and the Heat in Miami. Welcome to NBA Today and the 2022 Draft Lottery live from Chicago. I'm Malika Andrews, joined by the NBA champions. That's Kendrick Perkins, Richard mm -hmm. Jefferson, senior NBA insider, Adrian Wojnarowski, and the host of the wildly successful <laughs> Wow, wildly. <laughs> I can't say it. No, wow. I know it's wildly successful. But why do you laugh when you say that? I don't know. Maybe it's because I just looked at your face. But this is that. <laughs> we have a lot we're to off. get to today, and we're off. And for all of you draft fanatics oh. like Zach Lowe out there, we're going to have plenty of lottery content, including the potential number one overall pick who is going to be joining us live on this set. That is Chet Holmgren. But we have to get started with the Eastern Conference Finals game, Woj. And Woj, since you're on the set, we spoke about this yesterday. Marcus Smart, what's the latest with him there? And Malika, it's increasingly looking like a game-time decision mm. for Marcus Smart with that midfoot sprain. Last night, there was a sense that he might just sit out game one to try to get right for the rest of the series, but I was told that there was some improvement overnight, but he'll he'll take this, I think, right up until game time. You know Marcus Smart's got a great threshold for pain, is gonna wanna play, and certainly for Boston, it's gonna be a vital part of this series and trying to, trying to beat Miami and get back to the NBA Finals. Interesting, okay, game time decision. Kendrick, you touched on this yesterday, so I'm gonna let Richard and Zach Lowe, the host of the wildly successful Low Post podcast, take this away. Zach, I'm gonna start with you. Uh, it's a it's a big loss for the Celtics if he can't go. I mean, of all their perimeter players, they love to switch on defense. He's the best at switching on the big guys like Bam Adebayo, right. staying in front of them, fronting them. And Boston found something going a little smaller against Milwaukee when they needed to loosen up the offense. Every perimeter player you take out of their rotation makes it harder for them to get there. So they need – look, we're at the point – these are the four teams remaining, four teams last inning. You need to be as close to your best as possible to win these games. No, I understand the idea of 
sitting him out for game one right. because let, let's say just using percentage if he's 60 percent but if you gave him three more days he can be 80 percent because you don't have time because he could re-aggravate it in, in the he could re-aggravate it in the game you don't know but for Marcus Smart He's more than just their best defender. He's a quarterback. He's a communicator. He's an energy guy. All of those things go into defensive player of the year. So to lose him, even on the bench, and yes, they have won games earlier on this postseason without him, but not against the Miami Heat, not against the team that was a number one seed going right. into this postseason. Well, the Heat isn't at full strength either. either. Uh, Miami's point guard, Kyle Lowry, he's already listed as out for tonight's game one. But Woj, what can you tell us about his availability for the rest of the series? Yeah, this hamstring has been problemsome all through uh, the playoffs. He's played five games. He came back in against Philly, didn't really play well in those two games. And so, you know, he'll get a couple more days of rest. He'll be out for game one and I think one thing to maybe look for is if they're able to bring Kyle Lowry back in the series do they maybe bring him in off the bench mm -hmm. interesting Ooh, Burke, yeah. what percentage does Kyle Lowry need to be at does he need to be on the floor for the heat to win this series no he don't um I got Boston winning this series but I think the heat still could pull this off I got this going seven games you look at the depth that the heat have right we think about Duncan Robinson he played in the first round then play in the second round Victor Oladipo did play in the first round played in the second round Gabe Vincent come right on in when you have a coach like Eric Spoelstra sometimes it's not about the name on the back of the jersey he's so great of a coach that he put guys in position to be successful so although Kyle Lowry look he's a great addition his leadership and the things that he brings to the table sometimes you can't replace but at the end of the day they have enough depth they have enough bodies that Eric Spoelstra could put them in position to actually beat the Celtics although I got the Celtics winning the series we know you have the Celtics mm -hmm. winning the series so we talked about a couple of injured players let's get to the players that we know for sure are going to be out on the court tonight and hopefully for the entire series who is the most important player in this series overall that's my question RJ I'm going to start with you bam to me, Bam, Wham, Bam, is, Wham, Bam. He is the most important, and it's because really Miami struggled offensively a little bit. Mm. And when you look at uh, Bam, he's not only a creator, but he also is going to need to score. He's going to need to score. I, I think between 18 and 20 a night, he's going to have to help create that offense and the intensity in which he does his dribble handoffs, his roll and replaces, creating havoc inside, hitting him on the roll and distributing. Yep. They're going to need more that more from him, especially if Kyle Lowry's not at 100 percent of Kyle Lowry's not that dude then Bam becomes their primary creator I know Jimmy Butler can score but all of these other guys whether it's Duncan Robinson Tyler Hero some of these guys need people to create shots for them and then that falls on to Bam Mr. Perkins? Uh, I think it's Tyler Hero. It's Tyler Hero for the simple fact that if they have any chance, if the Heat have any chance at beating the Celtics, Tyler Hero is going to have to be that guy. We saw in the bubble, Tyler Hero was torching the Celtics. And all and, season, and all season. Yeah, okay. but don't interrupt me again, okay? okay? But look, we saw what Tyler Hero did to them, and they were the, he was part of the main reason why they beat the Celtics two years ago in the Eastern Conference Finals. And so, Tyler Hero, you know, hey, listen, he won it, he won he want people to put his name in a conversation with Jason Tatum. Mm -hmm. He want people to put his name in a conversation with Luka Doncic. Yep. Here's his opportunity right now. Well, th there's a lot of distance between that yeah, and those yeah. conversations. I think a couple I think what we're getting at is this. Number 1, Tatum and Butler as the number one guys, they're going to bring it. We know that. Those guys are given and we're going to count on them. If Kyle Lowry is out or limited, the Heat are at just a raw talent deficit in this series. They just don't have as much talent, which why, is why we're picking 
Bam and Hero because they need their secondary players to have monster, monster series. So I'm with RJ. I think it's Bam out of bio. We know he's the linchpin of their defense. I think he needs to have the best offensive series of his career. He's got a wildly best, popular podcast. The people. best two-way series of his career. I think 18 to 20 may even be conservative for how many points they're going to need from him. They're going to need him to bully switches when he gets switches and all of that and, and run the offense from the elbow and all that. I, I think they need him to have the series of his career to win this if Lowry is limited. So I'm going Bam too. Yeah. Well, let's look at the importance of role players in this series. Robert Williams mm. the third for Boston, who missed the end of the Milwaukee series. Celtics were still able to win. I think his role, uh, ability to score at the rim, to rebound when Miami switches. And I think for the Celtics, they feel like they were able to beat Milwaukee without Robert Williams on the court to finish the series. He was active in game seven. Yep. They bought him some more rest for that sore knee. But Boston feels they're going to need Robert Williams playing at a, at a pretty high level in this series to beat the Heat. You know that this Celtic team, who became the best defensive team in the league uh, over the course of the second half, Robert Williams was a huge, huge part of anchoring Absolutely. that in the middle. So we just heard, and I, I get it. I know you guys all wanted to take the, the, the analytical answers, the deeper dive answers. No one, literally no one said Jimmy Butler or... No, or they're, those guys are who they are. They're all going to, they're, gonna, they're yeah. stars. They're yeah, going to be stars. We just saw Chris Paul. We just saw Devin Booker. We just saw teams that were stars on their teams yeah. just not That's show fair. up. Yeah. That's so fair. At yeah. the That's end fair. of the day, they need to show up, and everything trickles down from there. They set the tone for everyone else. Richard's telling me I'm wrong. Uh, no, 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 I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying don't interrupt some, me. Some what people, I'm saying, what I'm saying is with those with, with those guys, if they don't play, then there is no chance. If Jimmy Butler doesn't play well, there is no chance. If Jason Tatum doesn't play well, there is no chance for the team. That is but, fair. Right. So that's but, why they're my answer. You have regular season players and you have postseason players. You have some players that heart pump Kool-Aid and some that pump blood. Jimmy Butler is one that pumps blood. Are you yeah. notice, you notice how I don't interrupt anybody? You know, yeah, 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 but that's why you're so that's why you're the host of the wildly popular <laughs> Why does she laugh so hard every time, Zach? We are just hours away, Zach, from some ping pongs that will be changing the fate of multiple yeah, friends. Yeah, that's We're ping pong business. That's coming up next. And one of those players we'll be talking about on draft night is Chet Holmgren, and he joins this show live shortly. Plus, our panel picks the player, not named Steph or Luca, that will impact the Western Conference Finals the most. Don't go anywhere. NBA Today continues after this. Well, I wish we would have done Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavily on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom, Onyeho Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good. The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liquor, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Did the two years off re-motivate us? Absolutely. The Golden State Warriors are headed back to the Western Conference Finals. This one feels good, but we know how tough the next round is going to be. And the Dallas Mavericks are going to the Western Conference Finals. Nobody picked us, so it was motivational for us. This is my man and I'm really the brain. Try me, must be out of your brains. King blood, fill it up in my veins. I always want that feeling of the championship. 
How do I get that from the back? So we've been so busy talking about the draft lottery and the Eastern Conference Finals. We, we haven't even really mentioned tomorrow night's Western Conference Finals between Dallas and Golden State. The marquee matchup is Luka Doncic versus Steph Curry. We all know about Steph Curry's offense, but should we start calling him the Luka stopper? Being the two-way player that you are, you know, on both ends, when you, <laughs> when you, when you look at that film, <laughs> when you look at that film, hey Raven, you got good. That good job. Thanks for you worded that. That's not exactly what I emailed you, but close. <laughs> yes, keep going. I like, he's, he's like, yeah, I'm a two-way player. Perk, what do you think? I think he shouldn't set himself up for that. Uh, I mean, especially Luca, because they're going to pick on Steph, and he's going to have to slide those puppies. One thing we know, the way that the Dallas Mavericks play, they're going to search out. It's not about the bigs. It's going to be who is the weakest link defensively. And I'm not disrespecting Steph because he's got a ton better. He's just not ready for that smoke of Luka Doncic. And, and look, we can be critical of, of players. Yeah, we can be critical. No, but don't, don't interrupt me. When I'm talking, when I'm talking about Steph, Steph has improved. A guy that can get steals. He's you can be a great team defender, yep. a great communicator, great individually. Look, that, that's not that's not his thing. That's not a knock. But we do know that you they will target him. Go back to game. Go back to game seven, 2016. We did everything we could to put Steph in that pick and roll so that Kyrie had a one-on-one -on -one matchup with, sure. with Steph. So Luca and we watched him. Point. You get out. You come up here. But it's all it's with great players. It could be LeBron James. It could be you know. Uh, it could be Jason Tatum, KD. They try and get the matchups that they want, and teams try and dance around it. But Steph is going to be guarding Luca, and they're going to try as hard as they can to do it. And I don't think there's anything. To to stop him. We know that's going to happen. You guys did yeah. it. I, I always thought when you guys did it, it was never because Steph was a bad defensive no, player. Sure. It was because everyone else oh, was a really was, good defender. Was an amazing yes. defensive player. Yes. And Steph, he moves the, as Perk calls him, the puppies. He always moves the puppies. He's got his arms out. He gets his Can hands on the, the ball. Again? His problem is just he's <laughs> the puppies. <laughs> his, his problem is that he's just kind of skinny, and guys like Luka can beat him up sure. in ways that regular point guards can't. And that's what's going to happen in this season. And by the way, the Warriors' issue is it's not just going to be Steph. It's going to be pool even more that's, than Steph that Luke is going to say, where is he? Bring him to me. And, and what you do in that situation is you can bring up both of those guys. You can bring up pool and, and clay into a screen roll. And it's like, one of y'all going to have to guard him. One of y'all going to have to guard him. And then after that situation, now they might send double teams, but we saw the way that Dallas shot the ball. That's not exactly the answer. But you have to pick a poison. But to your point, it is not that he is not. A, a, a quality defender. It's just that the other guys right. on that roster were elite. And the last thing, if you can take some starch out of his offense by beating him up, getting him in foul trouble, that was an old school NBA thing. If you have two fouls, if you have one foul, if you have three fouls, we're going to go at you because we know you're not going to foul. And if you do foul, then you're going to put yourself on the, on right. the bench. So they're going to go at him, hopefully to take some starch out of that movement offense. Well, and we saw that a little bit in the Memphis series. Mm -hmm. Memphis, when Steph started getting one, two fouls, early on they started going at him more and Messing more and more and those stacked up a little bit but I've been watching ESPN's been on all morning all the shows have talked about Steph versus Luca what's this going to look like so I want to do something a little bit different and Zach I want to start with you here 
Richard, I'm going to compliment you. You did a great job breaking all that down yesterday. Mm. Mm. Stop that. <laughs> I, didn't know you did. I didn't want to see that. No, no one, one told me I was going to have to see it. Yeah, yeah. 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 right. There we go. Nope, that needs to stop, stop okay. now. All right, I want to take this a different direction. Please. Who is <laughs> a different direction from that? Uh, who is the one player in this series that's not named Luca, not named Steph, that's going to have the biggest impact on it? So I'm going to cheat and pick two, but you can really pick either one. It, to me, it's Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole because the Warriors to win this series, I think they're going to need that blender offense to be at full throttle. The, the, the Mavericks are good enough. Well, first of all, Luka's good enough. He's going to score on you. Their defense is good enough. They're going to take away a lot of the easy stuff. Mm. The Warriors are going to have to get the hard stuff, the fancy stuff, the handoffs, the split cuts where two and three of their guards are running apart and coming together and, and flying in all different directions and the handoffs are flying. I think they're going to need to have a lot of games where two of the three guards, Steph, Poole, and Clay, have really good games or all three of them have solid games. Sure. They can't afford bad games from those guys. I think they're going to need to look like the offense that just obliterated the Nuggets and not the offense that looked kind of confused and scattered at times against the Grizzlies. Yeah, okay, really quickly. I'm not going to give you two. I'm going to give you one. But I want to go back really quickly and talk about Clay, or Steph and Luca. Hey, I know we're talking about Steph not being able to guard. Luca's not going to be able to guard anybody out there either. So let's just establish that really quickly. Now, the most important player to me is Draymond Green. Okay. For this reason. One, to your point, he's got to look to score and it doesn't mean that he's got to be aggressive to score to me he's got to look for shots he's got to at least he's going to get open looks all night and I know the Draymond I've seen the Draymond and Grant in game seven I know what he's capable of so I want to see Draymond be aggressive because that's going to open up things for Steph that's going to open up things for Jordan Poole that's going to open up things for Klay Thompson and so for me if he gets in foul trouble and if you want to have him guarding Luka then you could be in problem and then it just to me Draymond is going to be so important from what he does on the defensive then if he gets in trouble guarding foul, if he gets in trouble guarding Luca, that's going to hurt their offense, mm. right? So there's just a lot of chess pieces that's going to go, and Draymond's the center of that. Uh, uh, you know what? I'm gonna roll with Spencer Dinwiddie, right? Ooh, if Spencer like Dinwiddie, it. you know, have one of the one of these series where he could average 20 plus, which he's capable of doing, I think the Dallas Mavericks win this series for the simple fact that we know what Luca is going to bring to the table. Uh, Bronson has shown us that he's a bona fide second option. How can Consistent he's been throughout the playoffs and the play of him even when Luca was out. But if Spencer Dinwiddie could come out, come, Spencer Dinwiddie could come in off the bench and do his thing, I think the Dallas Mavericks will win this series in great fashion. But if he doesn't produce and he doesn't average 20 points a night, I think they're going to get sent home. That's fair. Yeah, I think I know, that's fair. This is going to be a, a, a test of the, how the role players play on the road as well. We saw that drastic up and down in the Suns series early on for players like Spencer Dinwiddie, Jalen Brunson. They brought it at home, but early on they struggled on the road. And let me tell you, I, I know I'm, I grew up in Oracle, so I'm kind of a little bit biased toward the old arena. Chase Center is finding its way. We were there over the other day. It, it's that, getting better. It's getting better. It's an intelligent crowd. It's, it's, it's a tough place it's to play. getting better. All right. Still to come, though, on NBA Today. Perk, I hear you have a – it is. That means they know uh, the game I just asked. So I just asked. All right. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't. Perk has a pep talk. I do. I do. That's I just do. minutes away. I it do. comes with a hot take for the ages. So we'll see you oh, when we here return. Here we I go. Know. I Hotter than my water right now, actually. If you say something – Tired of
of ads interrupting your favorite sports podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music, included with your Prime membership. Amazon Music offers the most ad-free top podcasts. Enjoy shows like First Take, Part of the Interruption, and The Low Post, available ad-free and uninterrupted. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app or go to Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods. That's Amazon.com slash ESPN Pods to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. So here are the odds to win the series and represent the East in the NBA Finals. But first, let's take a look at how we got here. Remember, Celtics game one versus the Nets, closing seconds. Oh. You remember this, Richard. Oh, the little spin move. Oh, beautiful. Jalen Brown finds Tatum. Let's take one more look at this. I mean, this was just, this was a get off your couch, yell and scream play. Celtics win game one. They went on to sweep the series. They swept they, yeah, you, you got out your push broom, remember? Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead to game two. The Heat, the Hawks on the other side of this. Remember their first round? Oh, oh yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy Buckets gets it done. He scores 45 points in game two. The Heat win the first round series against the Hawks in a gentleman's sweep. That was five games. Kyle Lowry is pumped up about that. All right, so on to game six between the Heat and the 76ers. I mean, at some point, this just got real. Yeah, we gotta, do we have to do this to Philadelphia fans? Yes. Watch it. Drink that in with your eyes, Philly fans. Stop talking. <laughs> Even Jimmy is surprised. Yeah, because he's like, wow, I just outworked their whole team. All Jimmy Butler can say is wow, and then bye-bye. Close out the 76ers. Jimmy Buckets, 32 points. So onward, the Celtics, they take on the Bucks. This one was just an all-timer. Back to the Celtics. Facing elimination. Oh. On the road. Yes, sir. Tatum buries a big three, extend the lead to eight. Tatum was big when his team needed him most, putting up 46 points. They forced the game seven. And then game seven was spicy. We all know that. Back in Boston, Grant Williams. Yeah, Grant Williams. He had a spicy performance. Big game Grant. Put up 18 three-point attempts, making seven of them career-high 27 points. Celtics win game seven, advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Grant Williams says, yes, sir. All right, here's that graphic I promised. The odds to win the series and represent the East in the NBA Finals. According to Caesar Sportsbook, the Celtics, they enter at the favorite at minus 170, while the Heat are at plus 150. So here now with ESPN senior writer Brian Windhorst to break down game one even further. So the Celtics, they're playing their third game since the Heat last played a game, period. And they might be without the reigning DPOY in this one, too. Could fatigue play a role tonight, Brian? Well, let me tell you something, Malika. Fatigue is playing a role with me, and I was in the same three cities in five days as the Celtics were, and I'm not running up and down the court, quite obviously. So the guy I'm really watching is Al Horford. Al Horford scored 30 points in, in 42 minutes in Game 4, and then he never had the same energy for the rest of the series, averaged five points the rest of the series. I would look for the Heat to try to go after him a little bit. It does help him that Robert Williams, after missing the last four games, will be back and expected to start. But definitely the Heat, especially in the late stages of this game, could have a rest advantage, especially playing on their home court. So the Heat, they struggled scoring against the Celtics defense during the regular season. In your opinion, how can they reconcile that tonight, Brian? Yeah, let's put a big giant circle around the bubble boy, Tyler Hero. Now, we remember when these two teams played two years ago up in Orlando, 
Hero was a difference maker. Hero had a 37-point game and basically the deciding game in the series. And he was just, frankly, not good against the Celtics during the regular season. Only shot 22% on three-pointers. This is a guy who is going to be the difference maker in the half court. The Celtics are one of the best defensive teams in the league. They're particularly good at defending the three-pointer. The Heat are going to need points, and they're going to need relief points from Tyler Hero. Look for him to be a swing player starting in game one. Brian, thank you, my friend. Bringing it back on set here in Chicago. Gentlemen, you can use your analytics or the eye test to answer this next question because in the playoffs, it's all about adjustments, mm -hmm. right? It's all about how you adjust. And so this is going to be a chess match between two coaches who we've seen their adjustments on full display all through the postseason. Are you expecting Ime Udoka or Spo to have to make those adjustments to get the leg up? And what are they going to do? Richard, I'm starting with you here. I'm going to say Ime. And this is why he has more adjustments to make. He has more options. He's got more weapons in his bag. He's got the healthier team. Like you're starting with a Kyle Lowry. You're starting with a guy like Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson it hasn't really been playing much. So in my opinion, I think like, you know, the person that has more options gets to make more options. There's only so many ways that you can spin around this Miami Heat team as great as they are. But the higher level you go, the better the team is that you're playing against. Sometimes you just don't have the options to pull out the bag. Just look at Milwaukee. They didn't have many options after Chris Middleton went down. I thought it was the other way around. I thought if you have, the, the, you know, less bodies, then you have to have more adjustments. And but you can't adjust have, if you don't have yeah, bodies. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking Check about the, your superstar bodies. Like, I mean, like, you you still have personnel that you could do like for example Duncan Robinson haven't played you could put him in like I don't see what adjustments Ime Yudoka could really make after so your answer is Spo. Yeah absolutely. <laughs> okay Zach. I'm with Perk I think it's Spo for the same reason if you got less weapons you might have to try more stuff and I think two things I'm looking. You can't try more stuff you can't keep shooting no, water guns no. at from different angles. Water gun? Yeah that's how you shoot a water gun. Spo could, Spo could rob a bank Spo, with a water gun. Yes he could. Okay, yes, Spo, he Spo could. is that yes, creative. Yes, he can. Um, so that tickled you. That tickled you. So right two, two things for Miami. Number one, I think they got to look to maybe not run, but play fast, hit ahead after rebounds. If they get in a slog with Boston's defense, they're not going to score enough to win. And number two, I think Jimmy Butler's got to play like he played at the end of the Philly series, which is whatever attempts at mismatch bully ball Boston offers, and it ain't much, but Peyton Pritchard, mm. Derek White, Daniel Tice, hunt those mismatches and just play bully ball or get to the line. That's their only chance to score enough points. Unless, unless Boston turns the ball over a lot. And I think that's the bellwether stat to look for. I understand what you guys are saying. We're going to agree to disagree. I think the person with more options has more options. And Boston is fully healthy. They have all the pieces. So if all of a sudden Miami goes big or goes small, Boston can handle that. Boston or Miami doesn't have a lot of pieces to kind of mix and match, even though they have guys but they need to play. you've seen Spo try every zone in yeah. the book, every rotation. Yeah. You know he's going to bust it out. Even if it's from a position of weakness or adjustment, he's going to try everything. Mm -hmm. That's fair. All right, you guys aren't ready for, for what's next. I promise you that because we heard – Perk, I understand not only do you have a pep talk for Jason Tatum, but you also have something special up your sleeve? I, I, I do, I do. And look, be, being that I've spent You took off eight, your glasses for this? I, I did. You got a problem with no, it? I hey, look, I'm going to get straight to it, okay? I don't, no interruption. Jason Tatum, look, you have a chance to have one of the greatest individual runs in NBA history. You already then gave a spanking to Kevin Durant. 
You already gave a spanking to the best player in the league in Giannis Antetokounmpo. Now you're going against the Miami Heat, who's the number one team in the Eastern Conference. You get past this, and then you go up against a Luka Doncic or Steph Curry, no one can tell you nothing. And guess what? Somebody in that top 75, greatest player of all time, Gonna have to move to the side, my brother. I don't think it worked that way. A, I, I, don't tell me how it worked. It's gonna work how I want it to work, <laughs> and this is how it's gonna work. JT, handle your business. He ain't lying though. <clears throat> look, he ain't lying. If, if JT goes on that run and takes and down win that, Finals MVP, yeah, yeah look, that's a gauntlet. Yeah, a hundred percent. That definitely puts him in like the top seven player in the league con conversation. Oh, he's he's there now. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just saying that that completes it. Like, there is no more conversation. You need to see a little bit more. You, I want right to win a championship. What, what, I, I want to win a championship. Uh, Doing these things are the are the things that you can put him in. Like understand that seven is thick, right? Like when you start about Steph, when you start talking about Braun still, when you start talking about Giannis and Luca. and Luca. When you start talking, like saying seven and he's there, that'll get it done. A championship. Jason Tatum is coming for Jason Tatum is 100%. Oh, man, well, Jason Tatum just went through Kevin Durant and Giannis. So. Yeah, he had a great team. Yeah. Coming up on NBA Today, we have a player who is joining us that I think is hopeful that they will be in the conversation with Jason Tatum, with Giannis Attentacumpo. Come on up, big fella. Come on up here. Come on up, big fella. Holmgren joining us. Who will be lucky enough to land him? We'll talk to the Zag that's about to get the bag. You see what I did there? That's next. It's, it's, it's pronounced Gonzaga. It's definitely it's Gonzaga. Gonzaga. It's they're the Zags. It's Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Welcome back to NBA Today live from Chicago. Tonight is the night that the future of the NBA will be determined by these bouncing balls. There are 14 lottery spots, but due to trades, only 13 teams have the chance for the number one pick. OKC actually has two picks in the top 14. So along with the Rockets, the Magic, the Pistons, they all have a 14% chance to get that top pick. Richard, you were a lottery pick. What do you remember from that night? Oh, not much, to tell you the truth. That's because you weren't there. Yeah, not much. <laughs> I was. Yeah, you, knew you was a lottery pick yeah, and didn't show up? Yeah, yeah, that's when back when teams used to lie about players and be like, oh, well, he couldn't do this, he couldn't do that. Then I was the first, I was the first player drafted yeah, that wasn't there. Just a moment, bro. Don't, you know. But man, yeah. first of all, this is just a beginning part of the step. I enjoyed it. It was beautiful, you know. I cherish the moment. Yeah. Cherish the hairline. Here's ESPN's latest mock draft, according to our Jonathan Gavoni and Mike Schmitz. Chet Holmgren going first, followed by Jabari Smith and Paolo Bancaro. You can see the rest of the top five here. And speaking of the potential first pick, Joining us now on NBA Today, we welcome in Chet Holmgren, the highest-ranked yeah. player on ESPN's top available prospects list. As Thank expected. you so much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. See, you're already there. they're already talking up a big game. Your offensive game, defensive prowess, it was on full display when you were at Gonzaga. You had a freshman year where you had three games with at least 10 points, 10 rebounds, five assists, five blocks. That's more than any Division One player had in their career. 
over the last 25 seasons. So I know that prospects always say they don't they don't really care where they go. But what is a team getting when they draft you? A uh, team when they draft me, they're getting a versatile player, you know, that's affecting winning. Uh, and that's all I try to do when I come on the court is I just try to make winning plays. Uh, and I feel like that showed this year. I know Kendrick has a question for you. What's going on? Big no, I do a big fan and congratulations. I like I love the fight in you, right? You know, people talk about, you know, you know, obviously you got the size, the length, but they talk about the physicality. But I'm like, hey, he's a pit bull. What do you what are you what are your plans right going into the NBA for us putting on weight, you know, things to that nature, putting on muscle because you you know, although you had you a can fight, hang you out with Perk for a week. Nah, I don't, <laughs> that's the wrong that's the wrong type of weight. That's the wrong type of weight. But okay? I but I see your no. versatility and you kinda remind me of Giannis Antetokounmpo when he first came in and I watched Giannis put on fifty pounds of muscle. Is that a goal of yours? Yeah, it's not necessarily a goal to put on weight, but uh, you know, add strength and with that, you know, I think the right weight uh, will come with that and you know just continue to get stronger uh, and I feel like that'll translate into a lot of things and how I play uh, and you know just keeping uh, getting stronger you know as any young player Fire coming into the NBA needs to do uh, just continue to get stronger and I think that'll help me out. Jet, what part of your game do you think is going to be more on display in the NBA than it was even at in college? Uh, I feel like my ability to create my own shot uh, and you know score on my own uh, will definitely be on display for sure. Big Rich? Uh, my thing is this. They ask every player all the different questions. What is the one thing that you need to work on, that you believe that you have to improve on for you in your brain to become the player that you want to become? Uh, yeah, my shooting. You know, yeah. I feel like I'm already uh, a high-level shooter uh, from all parts of the floor, but uh, at the end of the day, I feel like I have to take it up a whole nother notch yeah. uh, and take it to another level. Are you talking about like 40%? Do you, is it like, because it's like, because you can, there's goals within shooting. Like, I want to, you know, knock down I think I could be a 50, 40, 90 player. Okay, that's what there I want to hear. There we go. That's what I want to hear. Hey, look, I, wanna, I want us to come back to this point when your career is over with, right? I want to know, what are your goals, right? Like, your NBA career is over. What do you want to be remembered as? As an all-time great, like, do you have plans on winning MVPs? What is your goal? Damn, your aggressive. No, I want to know his individual goals because if he tells us his goals and he accomplishes his goals, guess what? We can revisit this moment 15, 20 years down the line and say he said it today on NBA Today. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to shoot for anything less than, you know, the highest. So, and at the end of the day, you know, I've been a winner throughout my career. And, yep. you know, I want to be able to say that, you know, I won at every single level. So, winning an NBA championship, you know, is definitely, you know, my number one goal uh, above anything else, above any personal accolades or anything like that. So. Good answer, man. God, he's been, whoever prepped him, man, did a great job. Prepped himself. Well, it's, all, it's all natural. Man. We all, no we all, no, y'all, come on, man. I, Chet, I respect it. Before we let Chet go, I, I am curious. If there is a player, specifically a big man in the league, that you are just looking forward to going up against? Uh, there's a lot of players that I'm looking forward to playing against. Uh but, you know, I'm going to keep that one to myself. Oh, see, that's the, that's a little internal motivation that he's got for himself. I really appreciate you taking yeah, the time with yes, us, spending some time on honest. NBA Today, yeah, tolerating these two. Yeah. The best of luck. We cannot wait to watch tonight, see what happens, and then watch the NBA draft on June 23rd. Chad Holmgren, thank you so much for joining us appreciate here awesome. on NBA Today. Still to come, LeBron. Oh, he sent Twitter ablaze oh, with who about? he would choose as a teammate to take on Michael and Scotty. We're talking two-on-two -two for the ages. That's next. I'd take Perk over Richard. Yeah, but Lakers, bro. I'd take
Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. from Chicago. I'm Malika Andrews and anybody that knows me knows that I love musicals. I love Rent. I love Hamilton. I love the song The Room Where It Happens and you might think that this is actually the room where the draft lottery happens. That's not exactly the case so please bear with me. Please bear with me and allow me to channel my inner Lin-Manuel Miranda because no one really knows how the game is played. The art of the trade, how the sausage gets made. You just assume that it happens. But no one else is in the room where it happens, except Zach Lowe. This big fancy room is where the world will find out which NBA team gets the single most valuable asset in basketball, the number one pick in the 2022 draft. But about two hours earlier, the real lottery unfolds in a secret drawing room in front of about 20 or 25 lucky people who get to watch the real ping pong balls, the real show, the real moment when one NBA franchise, at least one, will change forever. And it all happens behind these curtains. Very exciting stuff. The actual lottery drawing takes only a few minutes. 14 insanely talented, brilliant people, one from each team, will be sitting in these seats watching this machine determine the fate of multiple NBA franchises by spitting out ping pong balls that are sealed. In this case, this is a sealed case. You can't open this until the actual lottery. Every team has a certain amount of 1,001 four number combinations. The enthusiasm of that moment when those four magic numbers have changed your franchise forever. For their chance at a Tim Duncan, a LeBron James, a Zion Williamson to change their teams forever. That's what's happening tonight. If that machine fails, the NBA has got a backup machine. That's right, a backup is here. If the power goes out, the NBA has a backup plan for that too. What is it? It's this basketball with the hole cut out of the top. That's right, we're going old school, baby. Drop the ping pong balls in here, pluck them out, and determine the first four picks that way. The NBA lottery you have to love it it's a little bit silly but it is massively massively important for the 14 teams in this room tonight and the rest of the league all right so with the new format the three worst teams have an equal 14 percent chance to get the top pick in the lottery this year that's the rockets the magic and the pistons but today the thunder they also have a 14 percent chance when you combine their own odds with the pick they acquired from the paul george trade all right, so here with Woj, Perk, Richard, and Zach to talk a little bit of lottery. And Woj, I want to start with you. Who has the most at stake tonight? The Oklahoma City Thunder. Listen, they undertook this, you know, entire rebuild with the idea of accumulating as many first-round picks as they could yep. 
to get a chance to get a franchise player. They've got 17 more first-round picks over the next five years. They've got a 48% chance tonight to get into the top four. And listen, they got a very good player in Josh Giddy last year. They've got Shea Gildas-Alexander, who's their point guard on a max deal, all-star level player. But they're trying to get their next Kevin Durant, their next James Harden. They have not picked in the top four since they picked Harden. And they found out last year it is difficult, no matter how many picks you have, if you're, if you're at five or six or seven, to trade up to three or two. Those teams don't typically trade out. I think for Oklahoma City tonight, the chance to get at a Chet Holmgren uh, potentially. Uh, listen, this is what they put in, gotten all these assets together for, and they'll see if it can pay off tonight and finally crack uh, perhaps maybe the top four, top three, or of course, can they get to number one? Can they get to the number one pick? Because they are one of just seven franchises that has not had a number one right. pick. Zach Lowe, who is piquing your interest tonight? I thought this whole segment was going to be an analysis of the singing. I didn't. I, th I thought that's what this was, was going to be. Certain things you just act like didn't happen, bro. Guys, I needed to apologize because I can't. I can't sing. If there was any skill that I wish I had, like you know I what, wish you I know what, though? any skill we wish you had was you, singing. You, but no one else is tried. in the room oh. where it happens. All right, go. You tried. You tried hard. Uh, I'm going to go with Portland because they're trying to thread this needle with Damian Lillard of we're rebuilding. We did a couple of trades at the deadline last year, veterans for picks. Don't think they got quite enough in those trades, but they got something. They could have major cap flexibility this summer, whether it's cap room or a big trade exception that they have. And they're right in the middle of the lottery where the odds changes from a few years ago really helped those teams in yep. the middle. They have a chance to move up. And if they move up in the top three or four, their offseason and their future both get really, really interesting. Yeah, Perk, which team would you like to see win? H-Town, Houston Rockets. You know why, like, getting, you know, since the trade of James Harden, getting back picks, they acquired, they got a truck, they drafted Jalen Green last year. I thought he ended the season well. I want to see them get another draft pick and build from the draft from the ground up. I think they got a nice young core. I love what Coach Silas is bringing to the table. Now the fans are starting to rally behind them. So I want to see H-Town get them another high pick in the draft, hopefully the number one pick and get checked. Well, and if they don't get the number one pick, then you will never be satisfied. Oh. Right, stop with him. It's, it's still happening. Oh. It's still going. Richard, go ahead. Uh, okay, so I really don't care about any of these teams. Oh. Like, and, and, I'm, and I know he let me, can I finish? You don't know how much he loves the lottery. That's not like, nice. It's not like, nice. When I say <laughs> this is that all of these teams, even if they get the number one pick, are going to be a ways away. I like those 10 to like 13, 14. Interesting. Because I like those teams from the standpoint of like Cleveland, right? Cleveland has a young core. They got Mobley. They got Garland. They got uh, Jared Allen. If they can find another player, a good wing player that can contribute to what they're doing, and I would even put like a Charlotte. If like a Charlotte had, you know, if they could find another player, because it becomes hard. We talk about OKC and all the draft picks that they got. Well, don't forget they drafted Serge Ibaka late in the first round. You can add a player to these top picks yeah. that, like, somewhere between 10 and 15, that all of a sudden just fits in perfect. You know, there's guys like Donovan Mitchell. There's guys that uh, that, that can go later in that Jimmy first Butler, round. Jimmy Butler, 30th pick in 2011. So, so when I look at that, there is that 10 to 20 range that if a team can get right there, and that could be that last player that kind of throws them over the edge or fits a need. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah. tonight it's a big night for the NBA on ESPN. NBA Countdown tips off at 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, followed by the NBA Draft Lottery. Then it's game one of the Eastern Conference Finals Ooh. between the Celtics 
Olympics mm -hmm. and the heat 830 Eastern 530 Pacific. Everything is also streaming live on the ESPN app so you can watch anywhere. The NBA said it's in the process of gathering more information after Rajon Rondo allegedly threatened a woman and brandished a gun at her house last week in Louisville while two children were present. The woman was granted an emergency protective order against Rondo on Friday, a copy of which was obtained by ESPN's Baxter Homes. And the woman said that in the order, she feared for the safety of her children and that Rondo has a history of, quote, volatile, erratic, explosive behavior. NBA Today will be back in 60 seconds. MJ and speaking of LeBron had a Q&A on Twitter yesterday and one of the questions was who would he pick as a teammate for two on two in a game against Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and LeBron channeled his inner Cheney when he said three players Kobe KD or Kyrie so he pulled a Cheney I don't really want you to pull a Cheney and not answer the question perk you're not afraid to answer questions who's the perfect teammate for LeBron to go two on two versus MJ and Scotty oh Kobe Bryant that would be must see TV that would be epic right you got you got LeBron going at Pippen, him and Pippen going at each other, and Kobe and MJ, I don't, I don't think it's a better two-on-two out there. Mm. Yeah, you know. You? <laughs> yeah, wow. I, I'm, I, I'm mad he didn't pick me, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Like, if all the verses, you know, like, it didn't say which version. It could, it, they not talking about 2016 Kobe. They talking about prime Kobe. Like, prime me. I'm surprised you didn't pick you. I wouldn't pick you. I wouldn't either. Like honestly, I, honestly I, I, wouldn't, prime, I, wouldn't, yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't pick me either. But, yeah, I think Kobe's the right answer. Like, with all due respect to Kyrie and his offensive no firepower. Disrespect. No, no disrespect. No disrespect. That, that's, a, that's a loaded game right there. And I don't, KD, I don't know defensively if they, if they want that action. So, yeah, yeah. Kobe. Kobe and, and MJ are clones. Before the producers even told me the three names that LeBron mentioned as his Pippin MJ opponents, the first name that came into my head was give me the seven-foot dude who can shoot over everybody and has a good enough handle and plays good defense, mm -hmm. and that's Kevin Durant. That's the first name I thought of. So I'm, I'm going KD. Give me that guy. He gets shot off wherever he wants to. KD we just saw get swell. Whatever oh, KD you want. I'm just saying. 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 You could KD throw. That, that's a bunch of lines you putting them in the cage with. <laughs> I, our producer, the, we're we're remote, and so it's hard to hear literally anything other than the sound of you two talking. But our producers You're say I, I, we need to take a listen to something real quick. Oh. No one really knows how the game is played. The art of the trade, how the sausage gets made. You just assume that it happens. But no one else is in the room where it happens. No, 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 no. What did they say no, to you please, to get you stop. to sell New it's York so City down the river? <laughs> <laughs> where you going? Oh, I, the effort, the effort. Oh, the effort. Oh, the effort. Oh, the effort. Oh, the effort.